Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So hit the big bloody subscribe button, would you? Uh, Give it a like, and also please share this podcast with someone else that might get value from it. a lot by agents who, and also businesses, this is not just real estate, it's real estate business and entrepreneurship. I've been asked by a lot of folks as to, Pete, is the election gonna help or hinder business, especially real estate, right? So I wanna walk through this because I'm having this conversation with sellers, with business owners, with people that wanna open businesses, with people that are thinking about selling businesses, Now, these are big, 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 big questions, and I want to kind of hone in on what I know, which is kind of the real estate market. So to all of you guys who are out there wondering if you're a buyer or a seller or an agent or a broker, whatever, how is the election going to change things? And I kind of want to walk you through this because I'm sensing that there is fear I'm also sensing that there is complacency and I want to just kind of give a little bit of a roadmap as to what my Pete Lorimer's opinion is as to where this is all going. So we are literally moments away from the election. In California, it is a democratic state. I'm not going to get into politics today, but California is a democratic state. And so people are kind of watching who will get into the administration and the effects that will happen to our economy and the real estate market, inflation. Will things go up? Will things go down? I want to start by giving you a quote from a friend of mine who is exceptionally high up, JP Morgan. He's one of the, I won't tell you who it is, but he's one of the most senior people in California at JP Morgan. And I asked him, right, because we all got, I've got stocks and I'm like, should I be cashing out ahead of the election? Should I be holding on to them? And he told me the following. Essentially, no matter who gets in, there is going to be a shift. And I said, what, what does that mean? I said, should I be cashing out now? Should I, should I hold on? Should I, well, well you know, cause I'm pretty good at spotting trends. But this one with COVID and then with the fires and the riots, and it's been a, just a, a year that is totally bonkers. So he part, he gave me, partook in some really useful information that I want to pass on to you. So as far as this individual, I'm not saying JP Morgan is a company, but this individual, what he told me was people are liquidating ahead of the election. They are liquidating stocks. They are returning it to cash. Not everyone but a lot of the portfolio is returning to cash. And there's a, there's many reasons why, because I don't want to be a fear monger here. Number one, everything kind of goes on hold before an election anyway, right? There's always, when there is a changing of the guard, people just feel a little bit kind of like nervous and, and where's this all going to go? And really in the grand scheme of things over the arc of a decade, you know, there is change. And again, I'm not getting into politics, but 
hopefully we're not going to go into some kind of crash because people are asking, is there going to be a crash next year? So I wanted to give you some examples of what my friend is saying, who I trust implicitly. He's worth a lot of money and done incredibly well and been able to see around corners like myself, except he does it with the stock market. He said to me, if Trump gets in, and again, this is not political, if Trump gets in, there will be some, he's expecting some kind of like uh, dissent from California. Again, I am not getting into politics here. He imagines that some people are going to be moving their money out of, uh, they're going to liquidate it and put it into things that are a little bit more secure, such as, st- uh, as bonds. A lot of people are actually moving their money into real estate. But if you, somebody has a lot of real estate holdings, how on earth is the election going to affect them? Now, I have, I'm going to give you my case. Uh, and then let me finish with what he said about if Biden gets in. Now, whichever way you go, I mean, I happen to think Biden's a pretty nice guy. But again, this is not political. If Biden gets in, he imagines Wall Street will have some kind of contraction because it's a changing of the guard and it's administrations that are completely polarized. And they're saying they expect pretty significant contraction on Wall Street if the Democrats get in. Now, again, this is not political. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm just trying to give you information. So real estate. Let's talk real estate. Where is this going to go as far as real estate is concerned, specifically West Coast? Well, actually, national real estate. Where? What does this mean for real estate as a whole? Because we've all got sellers saying, should I wait? Our interest rate's going to drop. We've got buyers saying the same thing. Should I wait? Our interest rate's going to drop. We heard rumblings from the Fed and associated outfits that rates might potentially drop deep into the twos. So my opinion is the following. The real estate market, because we are a slow moving animal, right? It's not like Tesla stock. Tesla stock goes up and down, up and down on an hourly basis sometimes. Real estate is a beast. It's a big oil tanker of an investment that takes much longer to turn around. With that being said, we can crash. We crashed in 2009. But for me, real estate is irreversibly linked to interest rates. And the interest rates are the lowest in history. So if you have got clients that are asking you, what should I do about stocks? What should I do about my funds? Should I revert it to cash? Should I invest more in the stock market? This is only my opinion. I think real estate is one of the best investments you can make, especially in cities such as New York, Los Angeles. Dallas, Portland, Seattle, lots of metropolises that are, uh, are still going up, right? Case in point is this. I started investing in real estate in Los Angeles about 20 years ago and significantly about 10 years ago. Here is my theory, and this is a theory that I pass on to my clients. I had a conversation with a lovely young investor yesterday who was saying, Pete, I really want to get a deal. I want to get a deal. I want to buy an investment property that's a deal. And I said, well, then you need to not look in Los Angeles. My theory with investment properties is like, it's almost like buying jewels. You buy the best one that you can find in the middle of the block in a great neighborhood that fits your budget. Because if you're getting a discount on something, chances are there's a pretty strong reason for that. Also DC, yeah, DC is on fire. I want to also give you, offer you this piece of advice, which is if you believe in the real estate market 
vehemently like I do in a city like LA. I don't pretend to know everywhere, but I know LA like the back of my hand. My theory is this. I have, and I have done it. I put my money where my mouth is. If I've seen a property that I really like, that I know is going to be a good long-term key, long-term investment. My long-term is five to 10 at least, probably never sell. I actually don't even mind paying above market because if I buy a house that I have to just pay a little bit above market, but it's a beautiful house on a beautiful street in the middle of the block that is just like picture perfect, that tells my investor's head that I'm going to be able to rent it for the one that people are buying at a discount that's probably next to a main road or maybe has old bathrooms or maybe has no backyard. So for me, treating investments like jewels looking for diamonds is the way that I have always looked. And then to finish this mantra, how is real estate going to be affected by the administration? Truth be told, I really don't think that much. Stocks may bounce up and down, but I think real estate, because we are so inseparably linked to interest rates, which are apparently, according to the Fed, going to go all the way through 2021 at super low rates, and we might drop again, and they may even go deeper into 2022 because to, to combat the COVID environment. Ladies and gentlemen, there has, and I, I know I sound like a typical realtor because I'm a real estate guy saying, buy real estate, sell real estate. But ladies and gentlemen, there has never been a better time. I've been doing this 16, nearly 17 years, and there has never been a better time to insulate your investments by buying real estate. Buy and hold. If you're looking to get in and get out within a year, real estate's not for you, unless you're a developer. My thing is buy it, fix it up, rent it, hold it, let it go up, take out the equity, go buy another one. Fix it up, rent it, take out the equity, go buy another one. That's about it for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back again next week with another topic and another great podcast. So don't forget to hit that button and subscribe. Until next time, take care and I will see you later.